Herald in Review Voices, a series of conversations about Decatur and Central Illinois. Who are the voices? The voices are Herald in Review reporters and Herald in Review readers like you. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to find out how you can participate. Hi, welcome to Herald in Review Voices. This is Kennedy Nolan, the public safety reporter, and I'm here with Annalisa Trofimuk, the government reporter. Tim Kane, the entertainment columnist, is still absent from this podcast. He's given the reins to us. Yes, for, for now anyway. So He's entrusted us. He has, and he said we're, we're doing all right. For whatever reason. I don't know why anyone <laughs> would trust us together. So today we are going to be talking about the proposed bill that will potentially legalize rec- recreational marijuana in Illinois. Yep. Um, we're tying it in with some stories we have done. Annalisa, go ahead and say what your story is. My story was posted in the Sunday edition on May 19th with the headline, Illinois General Assembly awaiting word from Springfield. Marijuana questions can't be answered until proposal actually exists. So this is about um, how the bill could affect municipal budgets um, with some concerns. And my Mine was uh, basically... The opinion and um, concerns brought up by the Illinois Sheriff's Association, um, the Macon County Sheriff's Office, and the Illinois State's Attorneys Association. So, yeah, this basically came about because we noticed a lot of crossover in our stories. The concerns from Macon County and Decatur officials were, you know, for they, the most part, had to do with law yeah, enforcement. Yeah, and they overlapped, so we thought, yeah. why not just talk about it here? Yeah. This has been a key campaign issue for Governor Prisker, and he's talked about it quite a bit. And the response from Macon County officials and Decatur officials was that they just really don't know how it's going to affect the local budgets. Pritzker actually did budget $170 million in new revenues uh, for next year from, licen- from licensing fees associated with legalization. But that is statewide. And Macon County and Decatur officials have said that any they, they feel like any sort of revenue or savings that come from this could potentially be offset by law enforcement costs. Yeah, and that was brought about by Macon County Sheriff Tony Brown and the Illinois Sheriff's Association just because they said before the bill advances, um, lawmakers need to address public safety concerns like impaired driving, increased crime, Mass expungement and insufficient resources to keep communities safe. So that ties in with the the, the mass know. expungement bit is interesting because a lot of um, Pritzker's kind of received some criticism, I guess you could say, like statewide from from different officials, not not specific to Macon County or anything, just from other um, state reps saying. You know, this was mostly a bipartisan bill until he added the bit about expungements. Yeah, yeah. The bit about expungements has to do with... um, It says the the bill allows for the expungement of misdemeanor and class 4 felony marijuana convictions. So the bill would essentially legalize... Make it so that people who are 21 and older could possess 30 grams of... Marijuana, five grams of cannabis concentrate, and 500 grams of THC contained in a cannabis-infused product. So anyone who has been convicted, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kennedy, anybody who's been convicted of a low-level drug yeah, crime, yeah. cannabis-related well, crime. Yeah, a misdemeanor and class four felony. And just to kind of piggyback off that point, in my article, I, I 
quote a study by the Illinois Economic Policy Institute um, where one of the authors of the study, Robert Bruno, who is a professor at the University of Illinois School of Labor, um, they mentioned the study estimated $18.4 million in savings from reduced incarceration costs, law enforcement spending, and legal fees if cannabis is legalized. And I believe in the study they mentioned that it, could, it cost $22,000 to incarcerate someone based on marijuana charges, so marijuana-related charges. So that's been kind of, not countered, but, but Macon County officials have said as I so, before, you know, they'll, they... they'll save that, but what will they spend on extra manpower of police in the streets? Right. Bacon County officials have said they aren't really sure if the savings will outweigh what they have to spend. Specifically, um, a county board member who is the chair of the Justice Committee, and the Justice Committee handles public safety-related matters, Greg Mattingly said that um, he doesn't foresee any significant savings for the county long term because whatever we will save will likely go toward manpower at the police departments. Yeah. So it that, seems that is like a big concern. Yeah, it kind of seems like Macon County board members and the sheriff are on similar pages. Yeah. It yeah. seems. Um, the mayor, Mayor Julie Warwolf, said that they're going to continue to have discussions with law enforcement um, if if the bill passes. It, it it'll be interesting, but. As of May 19th, um, cities, what's included in the legislation is cities will have the option to opt out, meaning they don't have to allow pot dispensaries in city limits. Mm-hmm. However, people can still, to my knowledge, people can still own, own and yeah, use and, and smoke. And, yeah. Yeah. The Illinois Sheriff's Association and um, the Macon County Sheriff's Office are on the same page with um, just saying that the lawmakers need to address the public safety concerns before, yeah. you know, going forward with the bill. Here's the thing. Whether, <laughs> like what? whether this bill gets passed or not, people are still going to get their hands on marijuana. It's just whether you want to risk getting arrested or not. And and there's so many different forms of it now. There are. You can get you can cookies. It. You can eat it oil you can like hash oil somehow yeah um but i think people are more interested in it now more than ever and it's interesting because yeah there are so many different ways to consume it or there are yeah there are so many ways to consume it people i think are going to start getting real creative yeah with how how they use it or yeah because weed of choice think of think of how how people are creative now with it yeah will this you know, open new doors to, you know, new ways to consume it. um, This bill, this bill, this bill, (laughs) this bill is, uh, I see it being passed, honestly. I think the language of the bill is the problem. I don't think the actual bill itself. Exactly. It'll be interesting to see what happens when the session ends on May 31st. Yeah. But But I'm going to predict that it will be passed. Yeah. So... Yeah. We'll see what happens if I'm right. I give me a cookie. Owe me a cookie, I don't know. A cookie with. Yeah, a weed cookie. A weed cookie. But after January 1st 2020. of 2020. So do you have any final thoughts on this topic? No. Yeah, I don't think I do either. So we'll we'll see May 31st what happens with Senate Bill 7 and maybe we'll do an update. I I'm, don't know. I'm really excited to hear what other people have to think. So if you have a comment 
please, please respond um, to... Just, you know, email email me at k-n-o-l-e-n at herald-review.com or email Annalisa at... A-T-R-O-F-I-M-U-K at herald-review.com. Or you can call me at 217-421-6985. And my number, Annalisa Trofimuk, at 217-421-7985. I'm really excited to see what you guys have yeah, to say. Yeah, I'm really curious. Are you for or against this? And if, if so, why? Just let us know what you think, and thank you for listening. Adios. Adios. This has been Herald and Review Voices. To participate in Herald and Review Voices or to suggest someone for us to talk to, send an email to timkane at herald-review.com, T-I-M-C-A-I-N at herald-review.com. Call 217-421-6908 or visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash heraldandreview. Thanks.